1: Ezekiel chapter 29. In the 10th year, in the 10th month, on the 12th day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. Speak to him and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, you great monster lying among your streams. You say the Nile belongs to me. I made it for myself. But I will put hooks in your jaws and make the fish of your streams stick to your scales. I will pull you out from among your streams with all the fish sticking to your scales. I will leave you in the desert, you and all the fish of your streams. You will fall on the open field and not be gathered or picked up. I will give you as food to the beasts of the earth and the birds of the air then all who live in Egypt will know that I am the Lord. You have been the staff of reed for the people of Israel. When they grasped you with their hands, you splintered and you tore open their shoulders. When they leaned on you, you broke them and their backs were wrenched. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will bring a sword against you and kill both man and beast. Egypt will become a desolate wasteland. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Because you said the Nile is mine, I made it. Therefore I am against you and against your streams, and I will make the land of Egypt a ruin and a desolate waste from Migdol to Aswan, as far as the border of Cush. The foot of neither man nor beast will pass through it. No one will live there for 40 years. I will make the land of Egypt desolate among devastated lands, and her cities will lie desolate 40 years among ruined cities. And I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations, and scatter them through the countries. Yet this is what the Sovereign Lord says— At the end of forty years I will gather the Egyptians from the nations where they were scattered. I will bring them back from captivity and return them to Upper Egypt, the land of their ancestry. There they will be a lowly kingdom. It will be the lowliest of kingdoms and will never again exalt itself above the other nations. I will make it so weak that it will never again rule over the nations. Egypt will no longer be a source of confidence for the people of Israel, but it will be a reminder of their sin in turning to her for help. Then they will know that I am the sovereign Lord." In the twenty-seventh year, in the first month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, drove his army in a hard campaign against Tyre. Every head was rubbed bare and every shoulder made raw. Yet he and his army got no reward from the campaign he led against Tyre. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am going to give Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will carry off its wealth. He will loot and plunder the land as pay for his army. I have given him Egypt as a reward for his efforts, because he and his army did it for me, declares the Sovereign Lord. On that day I will make a horn grow for the Israelites, and I will open your mouth among them then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 30. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Wail and say, alas for that day, for the day is near. The day of the Lord is near, a day of clouds, a time of doom for the nations. A sword will come against Egypt, and anguish will come upon Cush. When the slain fall in Egypt, her wealth will be carried away, and her foundations torn down. Cush and Libya, Lydia and all Arabia, Cub and the people of the covenant land, will fall by the sword along with Egypt. This is what the Lord says. The allies of Egypt will fall, and her proud strength will fail. From Migdal to Aswan, they will fall by the sword within her, declares the Sovereign Lord. They will be desolate among desolate lands, and their cities will lie among ruined cities. Then they will know that I am the Lord. When I set fire to Egypt, and all her helpers are crushed, on that day messengers will go out from me in ships to frighten Cush out of her complacency. Anguish will take hold of them on the day of Egypt's doom, for it is sure to come." this is what the sovereign lord says i will put an end to the hordes of egypt by the hand of nebuchadnezzar king of babylon he and his army the most ruthless of nations will be brought in to destroy the land they will draw their swords against egypt and fill the land with the slain I will dry up the waters of the Nile and sell the land to an evil nation. By the hand of foreigners, I will lay waste the land and everything in it. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will destroy the idols and put an end to the images in Memphis. No longer will there be a prince in Egypt and I will spread fear throughout the land. I will lay waste upon Egypt, set fire to Zoan and inflict punishment on the Thebes. I will pour out my wrath on Pelusium, the stronghold of Egypt and wipe out the hordes of Thebes. I will set fire to Egypt. Pelusium will writhe in agony. Thebes will be taken by storm. Memphis will be in constant distress. The young men of Heliopolis and Bubastis will fall by the sword, and the cities themselves will go into captivity. Dark will be the day at Tafanes, when I break the yoke of Egypt. There her proud strength will come to an end. She will be covered in clouds. Her villages will go into captivity, so I will inflict punishment on Egypt, and they will know that I am the Lord. Pharaoh's arms are broken. In the eleventh year, in the first month, on the seventh day, the word of the Lord came to me, "'Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, king of Egypt.' It has not been bound up to be healed or put in a splint, so it may become strong enough to hold a sword. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I am against Pharaoh, king of Egypt. I will break both his arms, the good arm as well as the broken one, and make the sword fall from his hand. I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them through the countries. I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon, and put my sword in his hand but i will break the arms of pharaoh and he will groan before him like a mortally wounded animal i will strengthen the arms of the king of babylon but the arms of pharaoh will fall limp Then they will know that I am the Lord, when I put my sword into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he brandishes it against Egypt. I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations, and scatter them through the countries. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 31. In the eleventh year, in the third month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me son of man say to pharaoh king of egypt and to his hordes who can be compared with you in majesty consider assyria once a cedar in lebanon with beautiful branches overshadowing the forest it towered on high its top above the thick foliage the waters nourished it deep springs made it grow tall their streams flowed all around its base and sent their channels to all the trees of the field. So it towered high, then all the trees of the field, its boughs increased, and its branches grew long, spreading because of abundant waters. All the birds of the sky nested in its boughs, all the animals of the wild gave birth under its branches, all the great nations lived in its shade. It was majestic in beauty, with its spreading boughs, for its roots went down to abundant waters. The cedars in the garden of God could not rival it, nor could the junipers equal its boughs, nor could the plain trees compare with its branches. No tree in the garden of God could match its beauty. I made it beautiful with abundant branches, the envy of all the trees of Eden in the garden of God. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because the great seed towered over the thick foliage, and because it was proud of its height, I gave it into the hands of the ruler of the nations for him to deal with accordingly to its wickedness. I cast it aside, and the most ruthless of foreign nations cut it down and left it its boughs fell on the mountains and in all the valleys, its branches lay broken in all the ravines of the land, all the nations of the earth came out from under its shade and left it, all the birds settled on the fallen tree, and all the wild animals lived among its branches. Therefore no other trees by the waters are ever to tower proudly on high, lifting their tops above the thick foliage, no other trees so well watered are ever to reach such a height. They are all destined for death, for the earth below among mortals who go down to the realm of the dead. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On the day it was brought down to the realm of the dead, I covered the deep springs with mourning for it. I held back its streams, and its abundant waters were restrained. Because of it I clothed Lebanon with gloom, and all the trees of the field withered away. I made the nations tremble at the sound of its fall when I brought it down to the realm of the dead to be with those who go down to the pit. Then all the trees of Eden, the choicest and best of Lebanon, the well-watered trees were consoled in the earth below. They too, like the great cedar, had gone down to the realm of the dead, to those killed by the sword, along with the armed men who lived in its shade among the nations. Which of the trees of Eden can be compared with you in splendour and majesty? Yet you, too, will be brought down with the trees of Eden to the earth below. You will lie among the uncircumcised, with those killed by the sword." This is Pharaoh and all his hordes, declares the Sovereign Lord. Do not rebuke an older man harshly,
0: but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn first of all to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents. For this is pleasing to God. The widow who is really in need and left all alone puts her hope in God and continues night and day to pray and to ask God for help. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Give the people these instructions so that no one may be open to blame. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. No widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60 has been unfaithful to her husband, and is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people, helping those in trouble, and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. As for younger widows, do not put them on such a list, for when their sensual desires overcome their dedication to Christ, they want to marry. Thus, they bring judgment on themselves because they have broken their first pledge. Besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but also busybodies who talk nonsense, saying things they ought not to. So I counsel younger widows to marry to have children to manage their homes and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander some have in fact already turned away to follow satan if any woman who is a believer has widows in her care she should continue to help them and not let the church be burdened with them so that the church can help those widows who are really in need The elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honour, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For scripture says, "'Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain.'" and the worker deserves his wages. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. But those elders who are sinning you are to reprove before everyone, so that the others may take warning. I charge you, in the sight of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do nothing out of favouritism. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands and do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses." The sins of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sins of others trail behind them. In the same way, good deeds are obvious, and even those who are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever. For more resources to help you bring the Word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash
2: bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible, Biblica, and is published by Hodder & Stoughton. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Visit allbirds.com and use code super24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's allbirds.com code super24.